Of course, it's me, me, me. Always a me, me, me. Can someone grab me a coffee, please, Big before we get this butts. started? Oh, make sure it's single origin so she can Instagram it. <sighs> Bigger butts, cheeks and chaps. <clears throat> cheeks and Nick, New York. chaps. <clears throat> Belinda <Nick>. Granger's gums. <clears throat> Emma Billum. <clears throat> Billum. Nick, New- gin. Gin. Can I get I another Chardonnay gin, before gin, we start? Gin. I think you find it's Cardinet. Gin and a ginny gin gin down in my belly. Get drunk. You're always more funny when you're drunk. Starting in three, two. Good morning and welcome to a day of racing in Kailua Kona for the Vega 2019 Ironman World Championships brought to you by White Men. Have you been mansplained to lately? I'm your host, Natalie Garonzi, and I'll be on your commentary team today, <laughs> steering the ventum, as it were. I'll be giving my ill-informed opinion on all your unasked questions, along with Witsub Chief Steph Hansen, who is currently down on the pier waiting for the cannon to go off. How is the course looking out there, Steph? Well, Nat, uh, the sea is angry today, my friends. We're witnessing the toughest conditions ever here in Kailua Kona which will no doubt make for some slower swim times this year. For the 41st year running, the Queen K is under construction, so athletes can expect a bumpy ride in the final part of the bike course leading out of town. It also may come as a surprise to you, Nat, that it is extremely hot and extremely humid. So beside the competitors, the real winner of today is global warming. Coming up after the break, we'll be finding out about Meredith Kessler, her unconventional journey to Kona 2019, her journey as a published author, and her subsequent journey back to racing after giving birth. All spliced together to Journey's greatest hits. Just a small town girl Living in a lonely world She took the midnight train going in And on your screen now we're seeing Built by Chocolate Milk herself Marinda Carfrey of the Rinnie and Tim Show. She's had a bit of a setback recently when she had a fall and broke her radius, which might be a bit of a setback in the swim today. But thankfully, my mum told me chocolate milk is good for growing bones, so perhaps she already has an advantage. Chocolate milk? I literally never knew it was good for growing bones. I personally find Viagra really effective. Uh, no, yep. So looking to the left of Rinny, there we have Laura Phillip, who Rinny herself thinks is the one to watch out for. Laura's motto is wake up, work hard, look hot and kick ass. And looking at her in transition now, she has already nailed three of those and the race hasn't even started. As expected, Lauren Brandon is really challenging the lead that Lucy Charles Barclay made on the swim. Why did I get beeped? I just said that she's challenging the lead. That what? Why did you do it again? We're not allowed to say challenge because of the other race. Well, obviously I'm not talking about challenge Roth. I've got to be able to suggest that someone is making a challenge. days spent running between brick sessions, talks with coaches and sponsors, and nights spent on your Zwift? 
Concerned your social media will be neglected and forgotten without a daily shot of that pokey bowl or a single origin Ethiopian coffee? Let Pokey Doki do it all for you. Our base package provides two original posts daily to ensure people know you're eating an Azahi bowl, hashtag new bike day, and spending your night staring reflectively at an idyllic sunset. So don't let your real messy life get in the way of selling the dream. Throw on your Normatec squeezy leg boots and get a bucket of fried chicken and let your followers judge us instead of you. Pokey dokey, because most of the time you can't be fucked. All right, Steph, who are you chatting to there? We are down on the ground with Kaiser Sali. Kaiser, as in the one from like the Usual Suspects movie? No, no Grons. The 1995 no. Academy Award winner for Best Original no. Screenplay? No, not. While Kevin no. Spacey was still acceptable? Kaiser Sali, uh, tell us, uh, how are you feeling going into race day? You've, uh, you've voiced in the past that you've been a little bit worried when you're racing that you get overexcited. So are you cool, calm and collected going into the, to today's event? I'm so happy that you are like talking to me, Steph. I really am. I have been working really hard to control all of my excitement. I've been working on techniques for controlling it and controlling my speed and my output. Like, like I have been doing some like Zumba-based meditations that involve like breathing and shake weights and things like this. Also like um, yoga-inspired aerobics, but we do it on pogo sticks, which is also good. Also, I like watching compilation videos of women being called down to be contestants on The Price is Right which I also find very relaxing. Last night I also attended like a very calming spiritual healing relaxation class based on like hip hop dancing involving a lot of backflips. And this morning I really prepared to calm myself down by surrounding myself with 200 golden retriever puppies and running around with them in an inflatable pool while playing Japanese pop music very, very loud. So I'm feeling very good and very calm and going in and I will not repeat maybe the things in the past where I got a very bit, a little bit excited and um, maybe like could not control my excitement. Do you know what I mean? I'm so excited. Nat, I'm uh, hoping you got all of that back in the studio, right? (laughs) She's a hell of an athlete, but um, we just had a bit of a chat with her coach and they said they will be putting the blinkers on her for the race so she doesn't stop to spin pinwheels and play with some of those puppies. And it looks like we have all of the professional women successfully out of the water and onto the bike course. They've made their way through town and then through the crowds up Polani, and they are now out onto the Queen K. The race is just beginning to heat up. Back to you in the studio, Nat. Thanks, Steph. Look, we have had some bad news filing through. It appears we've got an early DQ into the race. Lindsay Corbin has come flying out of T1, but unfortunately not on her trek. She's jumped on a motorbike and sidecar with her dog, Chimmy. That's right. Everyone's favourite golden retriever has entered the race, but unfortunately they have been DQ'd. Twitter, though, has blown up saying her pooch, Chimmy, does look majestic AF. I have no idea what that means, but apparently, hashtag Chimstagram. Now, also out here on the Queen K, uh, this athlete seems to be having a fantastic day on the bike, looking super smooth. We're going to see if we can get in a little bit closer and have a chat to Canada's Jen Arnett. Now, Jen, you seem to be holding a cadence of around 80 RPM uh, and look to be stepping on the gas a little bit. We're coming in closer again just now. Let's see how she feels. Jen, looking good, super smooth here on the Queen K. How are you feeling? Thanks, Steph. I'm not getting too bad, eh? Not being on myself that way. Sorry. But but my legs feel really good and fresh, and I'm surprised I've managed to catch this many people early on. I'm so sorry. And the day has started really good, and I'm just hoping that I can maintain this kind of wattage. Sorry. What? Why? I, Jen, Jen, why do you keep apologizing? Great question. Thanks for asking that, Steph. 
Well, you see, I just feel so bad for passing all these super talented women. Sorry, Pian Pian. Oh, man, that's Sarah Pian Piano. She's so darn lovely. Oh, I said darn on the radio. That's a loony in the swear jar. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not just Donald Trump's problem anymore. For a lot of elite athletes, not having a penis really affects their earning potential. For too long, having functional nipples and no pants plunger has been viewed as a physical problem, forcing perfectly good advertisers to drastically remove the money they so desperately want to offer female athletes, but can't because they don't have as much meat hanging above their feet. Well, worry no more. With our comfortable belted repenulator, we can temporarily give you the four inches of Frankfurt it takes to help the sponsors recognize your lifetime of elite level training and take you from Lady Gash to hard cash in no time. Try Kona Boner, because competing in elite level on a global scale isn't enough. And now, as you can see on the screen, we are out on the climb to Harvey and it looks like Camilla Pedersen seems to be closing in on Caroline Stephan. She's looking strong out there, Chief. She really does look strong, which is remarkable considering uh, just a few years ago she was involved in a horrific bike accident uh, where doctors said she was close to death. She was in coma in a coma for quite a few days uh, and was told she would never race again. Oh man, what a journey she's been on. Although personally, I nearly died from embarrassment during an uncomfortable bread roll related incident at a gala dinner one night. So I can really understand what she's been through. Clearly, and uh, good job making it all about yourself there, Nat. Wait a minute, here we go. She has done it. She has managed to pass Caroline Stephan, the one they call Xena, the warrior princess, who is back in fine form at her first World Champs event since taking a hiatus. Ah, that's right, Steph. She did take a hiatus. Uh, She's back in racing after having that large growth removed. Nope. Uh, She had a baby. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, man. Thank goodness. I was worried about her. Let's cross to the chief on the right. I can see she's out there with Groffy. Technically Sarah True, but to her inner sanctum, she's the Groffalo. Steph, how's she looking out there on the bike? Look, she's set herself up with a solid swim, Nat, and that's to be expected. Uh, But let's find out what the plan is heading into T2. Groffalo, 20Ks to go. What's the strategy heading into T2, off the bike and onto the marathon? Oh, I'm fine, Gruffalo. I'm just a little lightheaded, but I'm going to get off the train at the next station for art class. I'm really excited. Gruffy, are you feeling okay? I know. I watched The Bachelor last night. Can you believe that Tyler C. is dating Gigi Hadid and Hannah Brown is still single? Somebody call the medics. We might need to get it checked out, folks. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. I love you. Oh, my God. Maple donkeys. We're seeing an admirable performance by Annie Haug on the run, considering she's only done one run session this year since her injury. But she's peaking out the pace to make a challenge to overtake. Make a push to bypass Waka Waka in the second half of the marathon. (laughs) Who is she past, Steph? Waka waka, you know, all made elbows, Susie Cheatham. 
Oh, we call her Dicey Doe. I didn't know you called her Waka Waka. I like that. Yeah, we don't actually call her that, but I'm going to make it stick now. Waka Waka. Waka Waka. And what a dream run Sarah Gruffalo has had out there today. She's leading the girls' race, only one kilometre out from the chute, and the crowd are just loving her. Yes, she's had a string of bad luck staying on her feet in the past, but it seems as though that bad juju has been well and truly left behind as she is broken ahead of the pack in the last 5Ks. And, oh, what? Can you believe it? No, say it can't be true. She's down again. Hang on. Wait. There seems to be a lot of blood. Does this spell disaster for this athlete? It does not seem fair. This is her fourth race. What can I say? Graf fell over again. It is heartbreaking stuff happening just over a kilometre out from the chute. Well, Graf fell over, but will she be able to get up? Can you... Oh, hang on. What's happening here? The two athletes now fighting for the top spot on the podium from Switzerland, Martina Kunz. Oh, my gosh. And South Africa's Jenny Seymour are battling it out neck and neck. It's Seymour in the lead. No, it's Kunz. Seymour. Kunz. Seymour. Kunz. Seymour. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, hold up. What's going on here? Can you believe it? Martina Kunz and Jenny Seymour are stopping to help gruffle over up a show of sportsmanship and camaraderie if I have ever seen it. What a journey these three have been on. I cannot believe what I'm saying. It will no doubt get them DQ, but the finish is looking like it will be a weekend at Bernie's situation where Gruffalova is being carried across the line, seemingly unconscious by two of her competitors. And then most likely heading to a huge party all weekend. Just like the movies, man. I do love Weekend at Bernie's. I mean, how can you not? I love circa 1980s mm. Andrew McCarthy. He was uh. So the fourth and fifth place finishes have rounded the corner back down onto Alihi Drive a while back now. So let's see who's pulled a Bradbury and Tokyo drifted into podium position in the women's race. Nat, you would not believe what is going on down in the women's race. After Daniela Reef had Jellyfish Gate in Kona last year, we figured she'd pass the worst of it after making it out of the swim uh, sting free. But... It seems she really was not ready for this jelly because after reaching into a bucket of sponges at the aid station leading into the energy lab, Daniela has unfortunately pulled out a temporarily misplaced jellyfish and was immediately stung between her lady jellies. Oh, how did she take that, Steph? Well, this late in the race, Nat, she is one angry bird. Fourth place female Nikki Butler looked to steal the world champs away from the top three, but in a dazed and slightly hallucinating state nearing the finishing line, has deferred back to her role as a vision-impaired paratriathlete guide and grabbed the hand of fifth place competitor and countrywoman Laura Siddle. And she has helped lead her across the line and managed to get them both DQ'd only seconds after crossing that finishing line. So it looks like whoever is in sixth place will now take away the title. It was a great win in the men's race by German powerhouse Jan Patrick Kinley in a nail-biting finish. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see the finish of the girls' race, but you can bet they all gave it their best and that their outfits looked real swell. I guess we could cut back to the podium to see who the eventual winner is for the women, but instead let's use this last two minutes to cut to a montage of highlights from the men's race and some footage of children eating ice cream. Coming up next, though, on Man Sports, it's Naked Curling. Naked Curling. 